Welcome to Leap Into Your Story podcast, where you discover your inner story, break down the process, and meet others who've done it so you can leap into your own story. We interview amazing guests who provide powerful insights that inspire you to get your story told. Be sure to visit our website at leapintoyourstory.com, and while you're there, subscribe and like us via your favorite social media network. Now sit back, get ready to take some notes, and let's get started. This episode of Leap Into Your Story podcast is brought to you by Leap Into Your Story course. Visit leapintoyourstory.com where you have a guide to get your story told. Dark fantasy originally, years ago, meant horror in a fantasy setting of some kind. I think it's taken on other connotations, like the evolution of anti-hero has, be- has come to mean something different than it used to mean. So for me, dark epic fantasy is nation-level stakes or cosmic power levels, things that rock the world, but Dark means that we don't shy away from the gritty reality, the gore, the horror, the, the parts of thing, the parts of war and danger and politics that Tolkien and a lot of epic fantasy shy away from. So historically, since Herodotus and Homer and Iliad, war has been glorified. It's always the charge of the light brigade it is this glorious thing and we don't get the reality of it. Uh, and I think that dark is more willing to show us the shadow agency in all of us. Humans are not creatures of light and joy and responsibility and justice. That's only half of us. The other half of us are the shadow agency. It's the monster inside all of us as Plato would describe it that gives us the power to survive, to thrive, to take care of our own and to take what we want from the world. And in reality, it's a balance. Now, the difference I think between sci-fi and fantasy for me is sci-fi has always had an inner core, there's a little line of darkness in sci-fi that fantasy hasn't had um, and has only slowly developed over time. Tolkien gave us the concept of high fantasy in a way that I don't think we had before. And that's kind of separated the constructed world fantasy from the urban, what we call urban fantasy now that used to be called low fantasy, the common world, the everyday world with some elements of magic or realism, magical realism. Um, But in the grand scheme of things, I think that People want more of it because they're looking for a way to navigate what we're experiencing every day, whether it's revolution, the fall of Kabul or earthquakes and horrible things in Haiti, the collapse of countries like Venezuela. What if it happens here? Because some of us wonder Everything has, that has ever begun, every country, every democracy has eventually ended. Right. How will we navigate that? And some people want to think through 
What do I do if that happens? I was going through a period of just feeling really overwhelmed by all the horrible things that are happening in the world, you know, the the killings of people by police and climate change that it seems like we're not really getting a grip on, um, missing and murdered indigenous women, et cetera, et cetera. And it just seems like there is so much happening and it's all so important. You know, what do we do about it? And Although I've really enjoyed a lot of the dystopian series, you know, like the Hunger Games and Allegiant and, and some of those and some of the older ones, you know, um, Handmaid's Tale and whatnot. What I needed was a story of surviving and, and thriving after collapse, societal collapse. It starts off with a story with a young woman who is escaping a, a compound where she's been held captive after society has collapsed af- on the heels of, coincidentally, a worldwide pandemic. Now, the funny thing is that Sung Home was published in July of 2019. And I started the, the story, I started the writing years before that. And it was just kind of an amazing coincidence to, you know, to have COVID show up a few months later. But anyway, so this young woman, you know, uses uses a song that her mother sang to her to get herself to her grandmother's home. And the song is a song line that's based, if, you are familiar with the work of Bruce Chatwin. He wrote a book called Songlines, and it was based on the uh, cultural feature in Australian Aboriginal cultures of using songs as maps so that somebody could, could learn a song, say, from a grandparent. And maybe that grandparent had never gone to that place, but by singing that song, they could make their way through the landscape to this place, maybe hundreds of miles away. Thank you for tuning into the Leap Into Your Story podcast, where you discover your inner story, break down the process, and meet others who've done it so you can leap into your own story. Remember to visit our website at leapintoyourstory.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, While you're there, subscribe and like to us via your favorite social media network. We're looking forward to seeing you next time on the Leap Into Your Story podcast.